Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, welcome to another episode of Brewing It Live with me, Lotus, and... On. Hi. How are you guys? <laughs> and uh, today we're doing a special um, Brewing It Live because, um, well, to put it bluntly, we're, we're showing off more than anything. Um, we, we, we got our judge promos through the post. Yeah, we did. I only have one because the other's in a deck, um, but... They're so pretty. So we decided to actually brew it because it's awesome. Have have you have you read the card? It's <laughs> evening, Ashen. <laughs> evening. It's a, a four four elder dragon for one blue, black, red. Um, it's a four four with flying. When it enters the battlefield, each opponent discards a card, and for four blue, red, uh, black, exile. Nicobolus the Ravenger, then return it to the battlefield transformed under its owner's control. Activate this ability only any time you cast a sorcery. But the other side is Nicobolus the Arisen. It's a legendary planeswalker, comes in with seven loyalty counters. It's plus two, is draw two cards. Minus three, Nicobolus the Arisen deals ten damage to a target creature or planeswalker. For minus four, Put target creature or planeswalker from a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. And for minus 12, exile all but the bottom card of target player's library. I hope that card's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Evening, Jojo. So this is a very mean card. Spicy. Spicy. Definitely not staxy or mean. Just spicy. Ah. So... Yeah, the last time I built a Nicol Bolas deck, it was a horrible Planeswalker deck. Like, Super Friends level, except it was just not good. <laughs> there was nothing to defend me. I just wanted to get every Planeswalker that's in Grixis out there and just do a bunch of shenanigans. It was great. Fair. I mean, I built this back when it came out in Corset 20? Or mm -hmm. 19? 2021, I believe. 19, actually. Yeah, I'm 19. Yeah, 19. Yep. And I built it like a Nekasar style deck because he ETBs, Oof. everyone discards cards, um, and he wants to exile your library, bring stuff back from the grave. It it just yep. felt really mean, but I liked it. Hi. Yeah. Hey, Heinz D, welcome. So, the one thing that we've not done is I'm going to put in some lands because we always start with the 36 basics. And then we work from there because we're monsters, as uh, Dan would say. Yeah, I mean, oh. sounds, sounds accurate. <laughs> yeah. So has anyone got any ideas how we should start building this legendary planes, uh, planeswalker creature? Well, a couple of things. I think the only board wipe that can go in this deck is going to be a damnation, right? I mean, yes. There's a certain art we need to throw in here. Not that that needs to be the one that we run, but... <laughs> Let me find it. You already know the one. The Invocation Damnation. Mm-hmm. It's only appropriate. It is. So it's two black black for a sorcery. Destroy all creatures. They can't be regenerated. Seems good. Oh, you know what? When I have a bit of time, I'm going to have to change all of these lands to the Almanket lands. <laughs> In fact, yeah. you carry on. I'm I'm doing it now. Well, you have control over the architect. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Hour of Devastation would be the second, you fool, as Heinz D. Um, yeah, out of the gates with suggestions from Ashen. Uh, Gale Drone seems good. And also, other evil Grixis Walker. Other evil Grixis <laughs> Walker? Ooh. Um... There are only... <laughs> there are only nickel boluses in this deck what are you talking about <laughs> there we go we have the uh, correct lands so geodrone dihada uh it's one and grixis so one blue black and red for a legendary planeswalker dihada uh out of modern horizons 2 comes in with four loyalty counters protection from permanence with corruption counters on them is just a static ability on dihada 
Plus one, each opponent loses two life and you gain two life. Put a corruption counter on up to one other target creature or planeswalker. Okay. Minus three, gain control of target creature or planeswalker until end of turn. Untap it and put a corruption counter on it. It gains haste until end of turn. Minus seven, gain control of each permanent with a corruption counter on it. Yay, steal the things. That's... On flavor for Nicol Bolas. <laughs> Do you know what that reminds me of? Oh. Um, Slave of Bolas. Gain yep. three hybrid uh, blue-red, blue sorry, and a black sorcery. Gain control of target creature. Untap that creature. It gains haste until end of turn. And then sacrifice it at the beginning of the next end step. I mean... Yeah, let's... Let's throw some bolus cards in for sure. It's on flavor. I mean, we can steal something. It's it's the whole bolus way. I want that creature. I'm done with it. <laughs> you will be part of my machinations. Yes. Yeah. Um, Heinz D says hour of devastation would be the second you fool. So I'm assuming Ooh. that's the hour of devastation card. Yes. Red. Uh, fantastic sorcery that just three red red. For all creatures lose indestructible until end of turn. Hour of Devastation deals five damage to each creature and each non-bolus planes walker. Yep. Pretty fantastic. And this deck is already starting to work. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We've a... already got it. Jojo got it says the dragon god. Oh yeah. Nico Out of bolus. War of the Spark. Oh, there's so many pretty artworks. I can't choose the really good Japanese one because I can't read it. But, oh, San Diego Comic Con or the... Oh, I'm going to go for that one. Well, you pick. I'll read it. <laughs> Sorry, Blue, black, is... black, black, red. I'm, in like a, I'm like a kid in a sweet shop this game. <laughs> uh, for loyalty for a Bolus Planeswalker, Nicol Bolus Dragon God has all loyalty abilities. Of all other planeswalkers on the battlefield. Spicy. Plus one, draw a card. Each opponent exiles a card from their hand or a permanent they control. Minus three, destroy target creature or planeswalker. Minus eight, each opponent who doesn't control a legendary creature or planeswalker loses the game. Hmm, win con. Yeah. Uh, so, the plus one in and of itself is already pretty devastating. You have to exile a card. It could be a hand or from a permanent that they control. So eventually, when you do this over and over again, you can just... Yeah, yeah. it might get to a point where you just exile people's lands. Can get pretty mean. But keep in mind, I mean, Dragon God could also just do any other Planeswalker ability on the battlefield, not just ours. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, Heinz D says, we uh, and we can't get around dark imitations, can we? So Dark Imitations is... Yeah, Dark Imitations is fantastic. Yeah, two blue, black, red sorcery. Each opponent sacrifices a creature or planeswalker, then discards a card. You return a creature or planeswalker card from your graveyard to your hand, then draw a card. When you cast a bolus planeswalker spell, exile Dark Imitations from your graveyard. That planeswalker enters the battlefield with an additional loyalty counter on it. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so good, it helps us twice. Indeed it does. Uh, Jojo. <laughs> After Dragon God, we have Heinz D saying, Dark Intimation. Oh, I'm sorry. Jojo says, Deliver Unto Evil. Yep. Keep up. <laughs> uh, that, that play mat is fantastic. I never got one, and I was so sad. So, Deliver Unto Evil. Two and a black for a sorcery. Choose up to four target cards in your graveyard. If you control a Bolus Planeswalker, we might we we might have to have that before we cast this. Return those cards to your hand. Otherwise, an opponent chooses two of them. Leave the chosen cards in your graveyard and put the rest into your hand. Exile deliver unto evil. Yeah. Just give me cards. Four of them. Yes, please. Before we go on to Ashen's one, there's a. I I used to play um, Nicobolus the Ravenger in Brawl. Yes, I did oh, play yeah. Brawl. So my was it Brawl? What's the other one where a planeswalker you have a legendary spell and a legendary commander? Uh Oathbreaker. Oathbreaker, yeah. So yeah. I had this Nicobolus as my Oathbreaker, and this was my epic spell. The Elder Spell. <laughs> yeah. Elder spell's pretty good. 
So it was black, black sorcery. Destroy any number of target planeswalkers. In Oathbreaker, they were all commanders. Choose a planeswalker you control. Put two loyalty counters on it for each planeswalker destroyed this way. Yep. Seems pretty good. It just got me straight up to the big numbers on the bolus the Arisen quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay, so Crux of Fate from Ashen. Yep. And we're going to do the Commander 17, I believe art since we don't condone plagiarism no this one the artist that originally did this well done but yeah <laughs> for sure let's go with this one with ugin the crux of fate from commander 17 uh three black black sorcery choose one destroy all dragon creatures or destroy all non-dragon creatures mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pretty good yep nicole bolus is a dragon it kind of is so, one of the reasons we call it EDH. <laughs> Elder Dragon. Just slightly. <laughs> I don't, I, what, did that, what did that H stand for? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jojo said it's God Pharaoh. So this is the Hour of Devastation one, which I remember this so fondly. Uh, yeah, it was known as the Big Betty. Four blue, black, and red for Nicol Bolas God Pharaoh. Comes in with seven loyalty. Plus two is target opponent exiles cards from the top of his or her library until they exile a non-land card. Until end of turn, you may cast that card without paying its mana cost. So good. It's disgusting. Uh, Plus one, each opponent exiles two cards from his or her hand. That's each opponent. We love it. And it's two cards. And minus dos. Uh, Minus four, Nicol Bolas, God, Pharaoh, deals seven damage to target opponent or creature and opponent controls. Generally speaking, we're never using that one. No. <laughs> the minus 12, however, is exile each non-land permanent your opponent's control. <laughs> Plural. Just wipe, yes. wipe the board clean. Yeah. That, that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> and yeah, okay, it's seven mana. But remember, our commander has a minus four. Put target creature or planeswalker card from your graveyard onto the battlefield. <laughs> Yep, so this just comes onto the battlefield online instantly. Yes, please. Yep. <laughs> um, Heinz D says Deep Glow Skate. Ooh. Yes. Deep Glow Skate is amazing. Deep Glow Skate is four and a blue. Uh, for a 3-3 three, three fish, uh, when it enters the battlefield, double the number of each kind of counter on any number of target permanents. So, meaning loyalty counters. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know that God Pharaoh we just talked about? It comes in with seven. Yeah, that's now 14. And that's enough to If you just drop Deep Glow's Gate. That's enough to ult it. It's enough to ult most. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's enough to ult most things at that point. So, yes, Deep Glow's Gate is a wonderful, wonderful creature. And again, keep in mind, Nicol Bolas, there's a couple of them that bring. Creatures or planeswalkers back from the graveyard. Yeah. It can bring Deep Glow Skate back. So, yeah. It's it's a powerhouse card in this deck for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, going along with the same theme of Deep Glow Skate, there's a couple of phenomenal cards that I just want to kind of bring to the forefront. Um, one of them is going to be a Flux Channeler. Uh, Flux Channeler is just phenomenal because... For two and a blue, you get a human wizard, 2-2, that just says whenever you cast a non-creature spell, you're going to proliferate. Yeah. So cast your planeswalker, cast your sorcery, enchantment, what have you, and we're just going to get count plus one plus one counters or loyalty counters, most likely. <laughs> bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> so um, Ashen and... says, gotta have the three bolus subjects. Augur of Bolas, uh, Disciple of Bolas, and Mind Claw Shaman. So let's go with Augur of Bolas first. Sure. Augur of Bolas is a one and a blue for a Merfolk Wizard 1-3. Um, mm-hmm. When it enters the battlefield, look at the top three cards of your library. You may reveal an instant or sorcery card from among them and put them into your hand. Uh, put the rest on the bottom in any order. Yep. Seems good. Uh, second one. Oh, was disciple. The... Disciple. Yep. Yep. Disciple of Bolas is three and a black for a two-one human wizard. 
When Disciple of Bolas enters the battlefield, sacrifice another creature. You gain X life and draw X cards where X is that creature's power. So, one of the best ways to use this is deal effects. I know we just talked about uh, Bolas's clutches, was it? Slave of Bolas, but Bolas's clutches no. would be another one. Yeah. So, by stealing a creature from our opponent and then sacrificing it to gain life and draw his cards. Should we just put please. him Bolas's clutches in as well? I mean, we could. Um, blue, blue. Me. In legendary enchantment yeah, aura. You control enchanted permanent. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a pretty great one. Um, enchanted permanent becomes legendary. But, uh, yeah, we can keep that one in. Permanent meaning we could just steal a commander, too, if it comes down to it. Or a land. Uh, and the uh, last one so... is uh, Mind Claw Shaman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, four and a red for a 2-2 Vishino Shaman. When it enters the battlefield, target opponent reveals their hand. You may cast an instant or sorcery card from that player's hand without paying its mana cost. Ooh, spicy. Yeah, I've not seen that one before. That's rough. I like it. <laughs> Nicobolus so gives have... power to those who will abuse it most. <laughs> That is what Bolas does. Uh, so, yeah, as for Kamigawa's suggestions, I feel like Bolas is the sort of person to give very damning choices. So, choice of damnations, says Ashen. Okay, let's have a look. Mm -hmm. Five and a black sorcery arcanum. Target opponent chooses a number. You may have that player lose that much life. If you don't, that player sacrifices all but that many permanents. <laughs> oh, now that's a decision to make. Oh, you're going to have to choose at least 10, I would say. Well, target opponent chooses a number, right? So they have a fantastic choice to make. They're going to either, okay, I'll lose 10 life, or I'm going to have to sacrifice everything but 10 permanents. Like, or if you choose two, if I want to lose two life, or... I'm going to have two permanents left. Yeah, it's not a good thing. Pretty damning. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that does sound like something that Bolas would do. Pretty much. <laughs> Jojo says, if we're going to have a bunch of planeswalkers, then Sarkin the Masterless. Okay, I can see it. Forgotten what this one does. Uh, uh, it's our uh, planeswalker that turns everything into dragon. So three red red for a Sarkin planeswalker comes in with five loyalty. Whenever a creature attacks you or a planeswalker you control, each dragon you control deals one damage to that creature. Yeah. Okay. Plus one until end of turn each planeswalker you control becomes a 4-4 four, four red dragon creature and gains flying. So all of our planeswalkers are 4-4 four, four dragons in addition to everything else. Cool. So bonuses Minus become three. dragons. <laughs> Yep. Minus three each. Create a 4-4 four, four red dragon creature token with flying. And it's a static five to come in. So yeah. Uh, definitely benefits from all of our proliferating effects like Flux Channeler and uh, Deep Glow Skate giving double the amount of loyalty counters. Yeah. It yeah. seems great. Um, so uh, Heinz D suggests Yorg's Moss Vile Offering. Sure. Or in a black for a legendary sorcery. Up to one target creature or planeswalker card from a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. Destroy up to one target creature or planeswalker and exile Yogmos Vile Offering. Seems spicy. Yeah. I mean, if we're running a lot of legendary stuff like Nicobolises and things, do we want as uh, not as oh no, it's red white, isn't it? Primordial Rebirth and Ursa's Ruzinous Blast. That's a shame. Yep. Now, if we do want to make things cheaper, however, a fantastic one, which is actually uh, already suggested by Jojo here, is Nightscape Familiar. Uh, Nightscape Familiar is one and a black for a 1-1 one -one zombie. Blue and red spells you cast cost one less to cast. For one and a black, you can regenerate Nightscape Familiar as well, which means the next time this creature will be destroyed this turn, it isn't. Instead, tap it, remove all damage from it, and remove it from combat. Nice. So, yeah, Nightscape Familiar is pretty great. Uh, you get to make red and blue spells cheaper and regenerate it for one and a black. Keep it around. Yeah. 
And uh, Heinz D is following it up with an Oath of Liliana. Two and a black for a legendary enchantment. Uh, when the Oath of Liliana enters the battlefield, each opponent sacrifices a creature. Keeping on hmm. theme. Uh, at the beginning of each end step, if a planeswalker entered the battlefield under your control this turn, put a 2-2 black zombie creature token onto the battlefield. I'll keep watch. Happy now? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, when I built this deck um, mm -hmm. as a commander deck, the biggest thing that caught my eye was its ETB ability, that when it enters the battlefield, each opponent discards a card. So... Right. I was going down the whole route of um, Waste Not and things like that that made effects happen. But that leads me to a card that is a similar effect that I think is really Bolas-esque and really mean. Sure. And it's Painful Quandary. Oh, I love that card. It's a three-black <laughs> black, black enchantment. Whenever an opponent casts a spell, that player loses five life Unless they discard a card. It's not bolus themed as in the card, but it definitely fits in with the commander's ETB. Yeah, for sure. Um, and one of the one of the really great things about Painful Quandary is that it's on cast. So it's not even like it has the ETB or anything like that. It's just, hey, anybody that wants to cast, lose five life or discard a card. Yes. And this is asymmetrical. Someone um, wants to Cyclonic Rift and someone else counters it. Can you both lose five life? Yep. Or discard cards for each time you do stuff. Yep. Uh, now, a card that goes hand in hand with the discard off of our ETB on Nicol Bolas and things like Painful Quandary making people discard cards. Something that people should be familiar with now with Modern Horizons 2 having come out. Douthy Voidwalker is something that needs to be on everybody's radar it is gross and disgusting and i'm all for it <laughs> but that's just me okay. so for a single uh for two black you get a creature douthy rogue it's a three two with shadow meaning that this creature can only block and be blocked by creatures with shadow if a card would be put into an opponent's graveyard from anywhere instead exile it with a void counter on it Tap and sacrifice Stealthy Voidwalker. Choose an exiled card an opponent control owns with a void counter on it. You may play it this turn without paying its mana cost. So if we made our opponents discard a card or Painful Quandary made them lose five life or discard a card, those would all normally end up in the graveyard. But with the Voidwalker out, it gets exiled instead with a void counter. And we can just Tap and sacrifice the Void Walker to cast play that play that card without paying any mana. It's disgusting. It's something that needs to be on everybody's radar for a Nicole Bolas deck because it is disgusting indeed. Yeah. Yeah, that's disgusting, huh? Mm-hmm. Though Ashen has suggested Turgrid and how filthy are we gonna go with this? I mean I know I've skipped over a few suggestions, so don't worry, I'll get back to them. Yeah. Um we'll, we'll head back to them, but yes, Turgrid. Three black black for a four five with menace. Whenever an opponent sacrifices a non token permanent or discards a permanent card, put that card from a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. That's disgusting. And the other side is a legendary artifact yep. for three and a black. Tap target player loses three life unless they sacrifice a non-land permanent or discard a card and pay three and a black to untap it. Right. So I mean, we're we're playing it for Turgrid side all day long. But if you absolutely need an hour, uh, a torment of hailfire on a stick, we have it. Now that's a suggestion. <laughs> it is also bolus themed. That's yeah. Go on, read that one out. Sure. Format of Hailfire, X black black for a sorcery. Repeat the following process X times. Each opponent loses three life, unless that player sacrifices a non-land permanence or discards a card. Now again, if we're going back to the Voidwalker, it's disgusting. Yeah. Any of those things that people discard and goes into the graveyard from anywhere, including these permanents that have to get sacrificed... We can cast any of those for free by sacrificing Douthy Voidwalker. This is disgusting. It's 
Yeah, I, the Voidwalker is insane. It's just insane. It's an insane card. Last week I said, wouldn't it be fun if we did a bowler's deck, Han? We got our promos. Wouldn't it be fun? We can make it nice and flavorful. Look at what you are doing. <laughs> but people should be aware that the Voidwalker is stupid good. Kind of secretly proud of you as well, which is sad. <laughs> uh, I'm okay with it. Um, but yes, so uh, we going back to some of the suggestions we had. So Jojo uh, suggested a counter squall, which is a phenomenal counter spell, if I recall correctly. Uh, counter squall. Blue and a black instant. Counter target non-creature spell. Its controller loses two life. And we have to yep. have this one because it has Nicobolus flavor text. The essence yep. of every world, every spell, and every thought is power. Nothing else matters because nothing else exists. Now, what I will say, though, however, is based on how the deck is forming, I might want to maybe board the Counter Squall, but only because of the flavor I might keep it in. However, Drowning the Lock is just phenomenal. Uh, blue and a black for an instant. Uh, instead, uh, instant, you just choose one. Counter target spell with mana value less than or equal to the number of cards in its controller's graveyard. With all the discarding that people might be doing, this could be phenomenal. Now, the other part of the instant is destroy target creature with mana value less than or equal to the number of cards in its controller's graveyard. We're doing a lot so, of exile. A little bit more flexible. I mean, that's. The only exiling is happening if, if the Voidwalker's out. Uh, fair. Fair. Uh, Ashen says, uh, Byrexian trini, uh, tyranny may be tyranny. too uh, risky. I'm not familiar Byrexian with this one. tyranny. Oh, from Planar Portal. Uh, blue, black, red for an enchantment. Whenever a player draws a card, that player loses two life unless, she pays, or unless they pay two. Huh. I mean, it affects us. Is that Thanos? <laughs> um, <laughs> Kovax to Urtai. He is Yogmoth's reward to me. I shall kill him a hundred times a day. Oh, is that Squee? <laughs> yeah. Might be, actually. Yep. I, I like that card, actually. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and add it in. Jojo suggests Kazmina Egmatic Mentor. Okay. I I recently sent you one of these. You did, and it's in my Singleton <laughs> collection. Yeah. You want to read it? Uh, three and a blue for a Kazmina Planeswalker. Comes in with five loyalty. Spells your opponent's cast that target a creature or Planeswalker you control. Costs two more to cast. Yep. Protection for all of our things. And minus two, create a two-two blue wizard creature token. Draw a card, discard a card. Yeah. Yep. And if we're proliferating with the Flux Shanua, we can just keep topping this up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Now... Now we also have Devriel Rogue Shadow Mage as a suggestion from Jojo. Devriel is the one that makes you discard, I believe. Uh... We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that owl has to be an action adventure. Yes. Oh dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you have, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. Mm, yes. Two and a black yep. for a legendary planeswalker, Davriel. Three loyalty. At the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, if that player has one or fewer cards in hand, Davriel Rogue Shadow Mage deals two damage to them. And minus one, target player discards a card. Ooh, are we going to go down yep. the rack route now? I mean, we certainly could. I know that when I had when I had my Nicole Bolas, I definitely went Ashiok, Dream Render. But um, that's just me. I mean, the rack at the beginning of target opponent. I think that's been errated to each opponent now. Uh, I'll double check it right now. Yeah, I think it's each opponent. So, as the rack enters the battlefield, choose an opponent. At the beginning of the chosen player's upkeep, 
the rack deals X damage to that player where X is three minus the number of cards in their hand. Okay. I mean, might not be that great in Commander then. Hmm. Yep. Maybe, maybe not. I'm going to put it straight to maybe board, but yeah, if it was each opponent, it'd be definitely a lot better than it, it would have been. Um, but yeah. Ashiok. So, Dream Render. Yep. So one hybrid blue-black, hybrid blue-black for five, ma five loyalty Planeswalker Ashiok. Spells and abilities your opponent's control can't cause their controller to search their library. So no searching. Mm -hmm. This shuts down fetch lands as well. And target for minus one, target player puts the top four cards of the library into their graveyard, then exile each opponent's graveyard. So if we have the Voidwalker, <laughs> we're putting four cards into a graveyard. Ew. Aw. Yeah. I just found out about this Voidwalker today, and I was just like, oh, that is gross in what we're doing today. So, yeah. You've gone all in on that. <laughs> no, it just, it's, it's so phenomenal. It's ridiculous. And, yeah, Ashiok just does work anyways. Yeah, and if we're doing fair. some Planeswalker shenanigans, yep, Should it'll I... do some stuff. I'm going to suggest some, like, the Waste Knot that we, um, that I spoke about earlier, just because it's now going down that route. So yeah. one and a black for an enchantment. Whenever an opponent discards a creature card, make a 2-2 zombie. Whenever an opponent discards a land, add two mana of black. And whenever an opponent discards a non-creature, non-land, draw a card. We're going to make people do a lot of discarding. That could just keep us going. Now, what are your thoughts on a patient rebuilding? Because that is on flavor for Nicol Bolas. It is. So... Three blue blue for an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, target opponent puts the top three cards of their library into their graveyard. Then you draw a card for each land card put into that graveyard this way. Yeah. So it's card draw. I like that a lot, actually. Slowly milling them. Mm-hmm. Well, as slow as you really want to, I suppose. Yeah, um, grind it out slowly. Because <laughs> the other one that I still, to this day... I, I, I throw it into every time I, I run a Nicol Bolas uh, deck or try to make one. Um, yeah, Paradox Haze is one that I just always throw into this deck for me personally. Uh, two and a blue for an enchantment aura. You enchant a player. At the beginning of enchanted player's first upkeep each turn, that player gets an additional upkeep step after this step. I really need to build a deck where that's focal. That's the focal point. Oh, they need mm -hmm. to make a commander where that's its ability. That, that would be fantastic. That would be really interesting to build. I would love that. Okay. Wizard, <laughs> we want that. <laughs> uh, Jojo says, uh, and then Sahili Sublime Artificer uh, for fodder uh, to the Elder Spell for Sarkin. Yep. What's that one do? Ah, one hybrid. Is it? Is it? Uh, Sahili five mana. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, create a one-one colorless servo artifact creature token. Minus two target artifact you control becomes a copy of another target artifact or creature you control until end of turn, except it's an artifact in addition to its other types. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like. I like. Oh, I'm fraying and... op 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 it. Opin you say that one, Han. Fraying Omnipotence. Yeah, So Fraying Omnipotence is fantastic <laughs> because, A, it's on flavor. Uh, three black, black for a sorcery. Fraying Omnipotence uh, reads, each player loses half their life, then discards half the cards in their hand, then sacrifices half the creatures they control. Round up each time. Yeah, that with um, Turgrid. Oh, you were thinking Turgrid. I had a different card in mind to go in hand in hand with Frank Omnipotence. Oh, uh, it actually synergizes quite well with a couple of cards like Painful Quandary too. Uh, Wound Reflection. Yeah. So the way it works is Wound Reflection five and a black. At the beginning of each end step, each opponent loses life equal to the life they lost this turn. Yeah. So, given Frank Omnipotence, each player loses half their life rounded up each time. At the end step, with Wound Reflection out, Fraying Omnipotence is how Nicol Bolas killed the table. Yep, that's disgusting, and I like it. That's two win cons we have now. 
Yeah. yeah. You know what would be really, really good with Painful Quandary, now that I think about it as well? Okay. Uh, there's a spicy card out of Strixhaven that I just thought of that would go really well with that. Wandering Archaic. Whenever an opponent casts an instant or sorcery spell, they may pay two. If they don't, you may copy that spell. You may choose new targets for the copy. It's a 4-4 four, four for 5. Oh, so not only are they going to pay life or discard cards, they're going to have to pay extra mana or we'll get copies. Yeah, they're trying to cast something, we're just going to copy it. <laughs> yes, Chojo. Bolus's Citadel. Oh, yes. Oh, get that. There's a second art, I think, as well. Yeah. Is that the Love Your LGS one? Uh, draft no. Weekend. Three nope, nope, black, black, black for a legendary artifact. You may look at the top card of your library any time. You may play the top card of your library. If you cast a spell this way, pay life equal to its converted mana cost rather than pay its mana cost. Sacrifice 10 non-land permanents. Each opponent loses 10 life. Yeah, we just like paying our life for the top part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, let's go with... Uh, Cruel Ultimatum is what Ashen suggested. Again, on flavor. Cruel Ultimatum. Oh, this is... Yeah, one of the non-Ikoria Ultimatum cycles. <laughs> blue, blue. Black, black, black. Red, red. For a sorcery. Target opponent sacrifices a creature. Discards three cards. Then loses five life. You return a creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Draw three cards. Then gain five life. Yes. There's always a greater power. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the, also other, the other two, yep, Planeswalker and Deceiver. I guess we're just throwing all the Nicol Boluses in here. Right, let's do the Planeswalker first. Uh, so sure. four blue, black, black, red. For a five loyalty, Nicol Bolas, a Planeswalker. Plus three, destroy target non-creature permanent. That's disgusting. Minus two, gain control of target creature mm -hmm. permanently. <laughs> Minus nine, Nicobolus Planeswalker deals seven damage to target player or Planeswalker. That player or that Planeswalker's controller discards seven cards, then sacrifices seven permanents. I forgot how vicious this one was. Yeah, that one's pretty gross. And then Mythic the, Edition. The Deceiver. <laughs> uh, so the Deceiver uh, is five in Grixis for a five loyalty Planeswalker. Plus three, each opponent loses three life, unless that player sacrifices a non-land permanent or discards a card. Minus three, destroy target creature and draw a card. Minus eleven, Nicol Bolas the Deceiver deals seven damage to each opponent. You draw seven cards. This is so... If we're, running, if we're running the Deceiver, I think the hand-in-hand -hand card to go with it is Visage of Bolas. It's an artifact for four. When Visage of Bolus enters the battlefield, you may search your library and or graveyard for a card named Nicol Polis the Deceiver. Reveal it, put it into your hand. If you search your library this way, shuffle it, and it taps to add any one of Grixis to your mana pool. Good for both things. Yep. Yeah. Um, and Jojo says, oh, then the OG Nicol Bolas. <laughs> why not? Where is he? Just Nico Bolas. Nicol Bolas. Mm-hmm. Oh, now which art do I use? I kind of like the new, the, the M25 one. Two sure. blue, blue, black, black, red, red. Flying 7-7 seven, seven Elder Dragon. At the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice unless you pay blue, black, red. Or whenever it deals uh, damage to an opponent, that player discards his or her hand. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Ashen says, bit of a non-bow with Voidwalker, but it's not a card you see much. What do you think? Of Prince of Thralls. Is that the uh, one that just discards your hand? All blue, black, black, red, demon, 7-7. Seven, seven. Whenever a permanent an opponent controls is put into a graveyard, put that card into play under your control unless it's uh, unless that opponent pays three life. Huh. I mean, we don't have to play both at the same time, but having two cards that do similar effects are really cool. Yeah. Uh, Jojo says, what about a wheel? What kind of, are you thinking about, Jojo? I mean, Windfall? I mean, the go-to one? Wheel of Fates would be expensive. Fortune. That's Fates the one. not. No, Fates the Suspend one, isn't it? It is. Yep. Uh, yeah. We could, throw in, we could throw in something like a Windfall. I don't think that that's too bad in and of itself. No. Um, oh, if so... Oh, if we're going to go down the Windfall you, route, um... 
Oh, we need <laughs> your choice with Narset. <laughs> your choice. <laughs> What's the um? What uh, Raiders Wake? Raiders Wake. Yeah, three and a black for a enchantment. Whenever an opponent discards a card, that player loses two life. And has raid. At the beginning of your end step, if you attack with a creature this turn, target opponent discards a card. Interesting. Now, hear me out. I think there's about three mm -hmm. different cards that do something similar to Raider's Wake. Imagine having all three of them out. So if they discard a card, they lose six life. And then imagine having Painful Quandary on the battlefield. Would you like yeah. to discard a card and lose six or just pay five life? Yeah. Moon Reflection to boot. Yeah, could be fun. Yeah, it's just disgusting. Uh, Ashen Reforge the Soul. Uh, three red red. Each player discards their hand and draws seven with a miracle cost. Yep. Yep. Good wheel. Uh, Megrim. That's the other one. Megrim is two and a black for an enchantment. Whenever an opponent discards a card... Megrim deals two damage to that player. <laughs> okay, okay. I see where this is going. And Liliana's Caress. Fell Spectre I wasn't a fan of personally, but... But Liliana's Caress is nice and cheap too, so it's one and a black for an enchantment. Whenever an opponent discards a card, that player loses two life. Yep. Yeah. Yes, please. Now would you like to lose six or pay five life? And if you discard anything, I'm going to make stuff off of... Um... Uh, waste not, and I'm going to get your stuff anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, I feel like we just need to throw in something like a Psychic Corrosion at this point, right? We have Patient Rebuilding to kind of go hand in hand with it as well, but two out of blue for an enchantment. Whenever you draw a card, each opponent puts the top two cards of their library into their graveyard. This helps us. I mean, Voidwalker, sure, but I mean, even just any of our reanimate abilities from Nicol Bolas's will do it. Yeah. So just get some value out of opponent's <laughs> graveyards. Yes, please. Jojo says demonic tutor or any tutor. Is there a tutor with I mean, Bolas on it? Yes, mystical archive. Um, ba -ba -da -ba -da. Yes, there is. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good enough excuse for me to put it into the deck. Seems reasonable. I don't own one. I I own the... Um, I own one. I bought one specifically because I wanted to make this deck down the line. I have the judge promo. I'm happy with that one. It's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, we have a decent amount of planeswalkers, would you say? Uh, we have ten. So, I feel like a Rings of Bright Hearth, now that it's nice and cheap, is just a f good idea. I remember when this was like $50 and now it's Yeah. And now it's 3. Wow. Yeah, it's a tenth of that price. Yep. This, <laughs> this this is what makes me happy about reprints. Cards that are unattainable yep. become obtainable. Exactly. So Rings of Bright Hearth is 3 for an artifact. Whenever you activate an ability, if it isn't a mana ability, you may pay 2. If you do, copy that ability. You may choose new targets for the copy. Oh. So, Planeswalkers. Um, oh, uh, trying to think of the card. Uh, Use your words. I'm trying. What are you thinking of? Pyromancer's Goggles I'm thinking of. Uh, Could be. No, it's not Pyromancer's Goggles. Um, it's all right. I, What's the effect? I'm trying to remember. It's basically if you activate a red planeswalker ability, you can it triggers a second time, but it might be just for Chandra's. Hmm. It might just be Chandra's. Yeah. Uh, it sounds familiar. Chandra's regulator, I think it is. Whenever you activate a normal ability of a Chandra. Yeah, no. Okay. I yeah. thought it was just a red planeswalker and I was getting excited because most of our planeswalkers <laughs> have red in them. Oh well. Sure. Did you did you add the suggested Narset, by the way? Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Parter of Veils. Yeah. I mean, it was a, you know, your choice with Narset, but yeah, I mean, we're, we, we, we're going in on some of these Planeswalkers there anyways. Yeah. One uh, blue, blue, five yeah. loyalty. Each opponent can't draw more than one card each turn. Minus two, look at the top four cards of your library. You may reveal a non-creature, non-land card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Yeah, that static ability is just the most ridiculous thing ever. Uh, so, 
There is a card that came out. I believe it was with the Commander Legends product. Um, it was in one of the precons. Correct me if I'm wrong. But um, wrong. it fits really perfectly into this deck. Cunning Rhetoric. Cunning Rhetoric is two and a black for an enchantment. Whenever an opponent attacks you and or one or more Planeswalkers you control, exile the top card of that player's library. You may play that card for as long as it remains exiled, and you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast it. Is it... I... Strict save and precons. Yeah. I thought that was heretic, but I'm dyslexic, so I can't read. Um, I really hope to see your um, deck list on the Ravenger, Jojo. I, I would love to see that. Yeah. Throw it into, you know, YouTube or uh, on Discord. Yeah. I would love to see it. How how flavorful do you want to be with this deck i mean we're already halfway flavorful i want to say just looking at what we've got okay at least at least 60 70 percent of it's pretty on flavor i have two suggestions sure and it's going a little bit um deeper into the lore sure uh, uh, so the first one that i was thinking is the scarab god one of nicobolus's lieutenants Oh, I love this card. I'm all for it already. Three blue, black for a 5-5 five, five legendary creature god. At the beginning of your upkeep, each opponent loses X life. You scry X, where X is the number of zombies you control. Two blue, black. Exile target creature card from a graveyard. Create a token that's a copy of it, except it's a 4-4 four, four black zombie. When the god uh, scarab god dies, return it to its owner's hand at the beginning of the next end step. So that was the first one. The second one... Well, before you go to the second one, we also have a Paradox Haze. Keep that in mind. So Scarab oh, God, yeah, nice synergy. Yeah. So the next one is the Locust God, another one of the lieutenants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All blue uh, red for a flying 4-4 legendary creature god. Whenever you draw a card, create a 1-1 blue and red insect creature token with flying and haste. 2 blue red, draw a card, discard a card. When it dies, return it to its owner's hand at the beginning of the next end step. Yep. Now, can you, rem can you imagine that you discard one of these massive planeswalkers to one of those abilities? And then you just use the reverse side of our commander to just put it back on the battlefield. Yeah, I can see it. Seems good. Yeah. So we're getting up there in cards, I believe, now. Um, 94. So I want to say two that are on flavor right now. Uh, Dreadhorde Invasion seems Ooh. like a good one. Since you brought up uh, Scarab God, it cares about zombies a little bit, too. Yeah. But Redheart Invasion is one in a black for an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, you lose one life and amass one. Whenever a zombie token you control with power six or greater attacks, it gains lifelink until end of turn. Amass is just put a plus one plus one counter on a zero zero army uh, zombie creature. So, yeah, lifelink on some zombies if we make them big, which we're not planning on making them big, but no. we need some blockers for our planeswalkers. Plural. Yeah. And you know what these zombies have, Lotus? What's that? Lazatep plating. Ooh. Are we putting Lazatep in? Yeah. Again, on flavor for the spark. One in a blue. Instant, it amasses one. And you and permanence you control have hexproof until end of turn. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Going well. Uh, we're at 96. We're getting up there. Yeah. So what do we feel like we need right now? Some ramp? What do we need? I think we need ramp or... Yeah, ramp I think is the biggest thing we need at the minute. We've got Visage of Bolus and that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, no. and our mana curve's up at 4.24, so... <laughs> Angraph Captain of Chaos. Yes. <laughs> I, just the name of this card makes me happy. Two... Uh, hybrid Rakdos Rakdos Angrath. Creatures you control have Menace. Minus two, a mass two. Yes. Sure. I like that. See, I, here I was thinking you were going with the Flame Chained as far as the Angrath because of all the discarding we're making people do. The Flame Chained? I can't remember that one. Yeah. Rivals of Vixalot. I thought this one was the Angrath that was getting uh, suggested here. Um, 
It's the one that plus one, each opponent discards a card and loses two life. <laughs> oh, okay. Gain control of target creature until end of turn. Untap it. Gains haste. Sacrifice it at the beginning of the next end step if it has converted mana cost three or less. Minus eight. And then minus plan. eight <laughs> loses life equal to the number of cards in his or her graveyard. Oh, yo, that's going in. <laughs> that's a, that that yeah, counts that... as a JoJo one though. That, that's not a harm. That's that's the JoJo one for sure. So yeah, I'm quite happy with where this is going so far. Um, what are your thoughts on something like a stunning reversal? Here seems good. Stunning reversal. We are. Yeah, we're in black. Uh, next time you'd lose the game. Instead, draw seven cards, and your life title becomes one. I love this card. So fun, fun thing to think about. If we have psychic corrosion now. <laughs> You want to hover over Psychic Corrosion in our enchantment real quick? <laughs> psychic Corrosion. Oh. Yep. So Stunning Reversal reads, instead of losing the game, you're going to draw seven cards and your life total becomes one. Psychic Corrosion. And if you so, draw a card, each opponent puts the top two cards, so they're going to... Mill 14. This <laughs> is <Incidentally. laughs> Ew. And we have cards that say, whenever a card goes to the graveyard, right? Going? It's good. Yeah, sorry, I was reading Ashen's one. Going really deep into the lore here, but Bolas fought and defeated the Moijin of Night's Reach. Uh, her fate is somewhat unknown, but it means Bolas has been to Kamigawa. <laughs> isn't his, we, we'll count it. Isn't we'll count um, it. Bolas's dream world linked to Kamigawa? Because Could that's be. how he died one of the times was because he was tricked by one of the Kamigawan lords. I might be off and it might have been somewhere else, but <laughs> I can't wait for his return know. again. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I... Are, are there any other cards that you specifically want? Because, I mean, we could always throw there's, in things there, like... There's one tiny, tiny one that I want to put in. Sure. Just a tiny one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just... Just a tiny one. <laughs> Might as well. Tiny Bones, Trinket Thief. <laughs> sure. One and a black for a 2-1 Skeleton Rogue. At the beginning of each end step, if an opponent discarded a card this turn, you draw a card and lose a life. Pay four black black. Each opponent with no cards in hand loses ten life. Sure. Ah, that occurred on uh, Dominaria. Okay. What? Okay. So... There's a couple of cards that I kind of want to add in, but not sure if it fits. Uh, Inexorable Tide is a fantastic one. Uh, three blue blue for an enchantment. Whenever you cast a spell, proliferate. Um, yeah. I mean, we don't run 36 lands. That's silly. Let's go to 35. Sure. I'm all for it. After the Kamigawa and... story, Toshiro Umazawa was transported to Dominaria and blinded. His descendant, Tetsu Umazawa, uh, was the one to defeat Bolas. Ah. And you know what's a really phenomenal card in case of a board wipe? Um, we can't... I happen to really like it. We can't run to Fairy's Protection. No. No, but we can run Rise of the Dreadmarn. Yeah. We need some zombies anyways. Create X two two black zombie berserker creature tokens where X is the number of non-token creatures that died this turn. Patel for a black. And it's only two and a black to cast. Instant. Okay. Yep. Um we're gonna go down to thirty-four lands. We're not cutting any more lands. We're now at exactly one hundred, so it's now switch and swap time. Sounds good. Alright. So utility lands? Do we need to talk about some lands? I mean, Castle uh, Lockthwain is good. Yeah, I can see that. Castle Lockthwain, um, one black black, draw a card, lose a life, the number of cards in your hand. Just incidental drawing cards. Yep. Uh, Karn's Bastion. Yeah. What's that land that you draw a card, everyone draws and discards? Mm, Gaia Reach Sanitarium, that one? Is that the one you're thinking of? Um, Two think on top. Let's have a look. Each player draws a card, then discards a card. Yes, that's the one, because we want them okay. to discard a card. It doesn't matter that they draw one. Uh, the other fantastic it. one 
happened after his body was restored after Tetsu defeated him. I'm getting some deep lore from Ashen here. <laughs> it's one of my favorite planeswalkers, one of my favorite creator characters in the magic lore, and I don't know nearly as much as Ashen does. Uh, interplanar beacon, because we have a decent amount of planeswalkers. Uh, yeah. So whenever, whenever you cast, you cast a planeswalker spell, gain a life. Gain one life. Mm -hmm. That's all we need. <laughs> it does help you with add two for one uh, as far as color fixing for planeswalkers, though. Ashen just um, put into Planner Beacon as well. Sorry, beat you yep. to it. And we need more zombies, right? Field of the Dead. Yep. More zombies. This card's just going up and up and up. I mean, it, it's too good. It's just not going to go down. That's I can't true. see it going down. But yeah, I think those are some of the top hits, I think, as far as lands. I can't think of anything specifically else. But. No, oh, I think that's pretty good. I mean, obviously, you have your jewels yeah. that you can go in, your bounty, your, uh, your shocks, your fetch, everything like that. Ooh, I, we forgot. I forgot an Eldest Reborn needs to go into this. What can we cut? The, the we Eldest. probably need more ramp. Well, do we? We're going to make everyone slow down with us making them discard all the time. Um, The Eldest Reborn, I think we should... Ooh, what do we cut? Um, now it's getting tricky. This is your fault. Huh? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say Imbolus' Clutches just because it's an expensive card. Sure. Six mana seems expensive. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Other than probably cutting quite a few cards for some mana rocks, uh, arcane signets, and things like that, I, th um, yeah, the Prince of Thralls. I think if we cut the Prince of Thralls and put in an arcane signet, then. Yeah, that'll be fine. At least we have a little bit of ramp. But I think it's down to individual play style, how much you want to run. But yeah, this is looking really mean. I wouldn't want to face it. I'd like to play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, are you happy with it, huh? Yeah, I'm good. I think it's I think it's right there where I want it. Um, The only thing I can think of, hmm. So... My only thought here is, so does Yawgmoth's Vile Offering, does that do enough? Because we have to have a legendary creature or planeswalker out. So our commander. Right. Hmm. But it, it's just a destroy for five, right? What are you thinking? Something a little bit more flavorful. Okay. Command the Dreadhorde. Or black, black. Choose any number of tug creatures and planeswalker cards in graveyards. Command the Dreadhorde, deal damage. Two equal to the converted mana cost of those cards. Put them into the battlefield under your control. Yeah, that's quite flavorful. There we go. I switched them over, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm happy with this. I'm quite happy with it. Yeah. Um. Ooh. Nope. We forgot one thing. We've always forgotten something, huh? True. What have you forgotten? Uh, I would love to include a training grounds in this because of our commander. Because of things like... Uh, what do you call it? We have Scarab God in here. We have Locust God in here. Even our Nightscape Familiar's ability gets cheaper. Okay. So what do you want to cut for that one then, Han? Uh, let's say... Hmm. I think the Davriel. You sure? Davriel's got one of the discard effects built onto it? Hmm. I mean, it's up to you. We'll say... What do you think? I think either that or the Mind Claw is the one that I... I can't quite wrap my head around, but that's just me. The Mind Claw. Shaman. Yeah, it's five. Costs five. And then reveals hand, cast an instant or sorcery spell without paying mana cost, if they have one. Yeah, we're going to make them have hardly any hand, aren't we? Yeah. That makes sense. Phyrexian Tyranny being cut is what Ashen's saying. Uh, Phyrexian Tyranny. Whenever a player draws a card, that player loses two life unless they pay two. You know what? I'm going to cut... I quite like that. <laughs> yeah. They pay life for casting spells, discarding cards, drawing cards. They're just going to pay life for everything they do. Yeah. That's a hundred cards. I'm happy with that. Yeah. I'm happy with a solid hundred. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, as always, this will be on the website um, in about half an hour so you can see the link to this and you can copy it and edit it and we'd love to see how you've 
modified it to your tastes, and um, I'd love to see your version, Jojo, as well, to see how mean you've gone. Um, we won't be here next week because someone, not explaining who, is uh, not going to be here. Uh, so we we can't do next week, sadly, but we'll be back the week after with hopefully one of the new cards from the spoilers of the D&D &D set. Yeah. So, There's a lot of them, too. There is. So I if anybody has any suggestions for what they want to see on that upcoming week, please let us know because, yeah, it's we got some time. Yeah. I'm what not what are you to, most excited about? I'm not going to update the website for about a week because I want to see what suggestions come through. <laughs> so it will just say coming soon. <laughs> I think that's fair. But otherwise, yeah. if you liked what you saw, we're normally every week, but next week we can't um youtube will still be going ahead we've still got an episode or two in the bank so every monday there'll be a new episode still um i can't remember what next week is so keep tuned i just edit it you know i, I don't sit there watching it for hours on end <laughs> but if you want to support us uh please leave a like comment uh subscribe if you're watching on youtube uh, also, we have our Patreon, so you can uh, support us more financially. You have our merch store. Also, go to intothe99.com, where you can see great articles from other community members and the link to our Discord, so you can come and chat with us and brew with us in Discord as well. Um, but otherwise, I'd like to thank everyone for coming and anyone watching. But otherwise, we'll see you in two weeks. Good night. <laughs> have a good one. Take care, everybody. Bye.